The following is an excerpt from a series of podcasts produced for the Kingpin's Denim Trade Show. This is the Kingpin's Podcast, the place where we talk about all things denim. I'm fashion journalist Allison Nieder. I'm Aaron Barajas, Director of Communications at Kingpin's. I'm Andrew Ola. I'm the founder of Kingpin's. We've done shows in Shanghai. We've done shows in Los Angeles. We've done shows in three major cities in India, Bangalore, Delhi, and Mumbai. I mean, we've been all around. And yes, we are a definitely a gene supply chain show. We're the first one, and we're the largest in the world today. And then in addition to Kingpins, you also do Transformers. Kingpins Transformers has really been something which I really love doing, which I think is really important. and makes you feel like when you get up in the morning, like you have a purpose, because it's got nothing to do with generating revenue or anything like that. It's really about education and trying to bring, to me, people that are behind the scenes to the front of the scenes because they have all the key pieces of information we need in, as an industry. Obviously, sustainability is a big issue, a big issue that isn't very well defined. But what are some practices that you wish more mills followed? More? Mm-hmm. All of them. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm looking for specifics. I'm okay, very, for I'll like, give it to you. Like, recycle your water. No, let's go really simple because mm-hmm. this sure. is actually... People think sustainability is really complicated, super simple. Mm-hmm. You either use sustainable cotton or you don't. No one does. People use a little bit. Does that even make any sense? Why would you use a little bit? So, okay, everyone talks about how much water we use, but it's very easy to invest in water systems. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. But why can't everybody agree that that's the basic cost of business? I mean, for instance, we, we, in my lifetime, we, we didn't have seatbelts when we started. So then suddenly there was a law passed that we had to have seatbelts. Well, that costs more. Was the consumer going to pay for them? No, but we have them. So we could absolutely have people insist on us not using water or replacing the water we use. So it's not enough to change your practices. It's also you have to make it company-wide. You have to quantify it. You need a CEO who really wants to do something properly, like Yvonne Schwinnard at Patagonia. He stands up there and this says, this is what we're going to do, and that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. And any company that's doing it bit by bit and pretending that that's worth marketing is tricking you. And that's what I like about jeans or what I want you know, to do in my life <laughs> is I want the public to ask questions about the vendors, mm-hmm. the brands and say, so what did you do? Who are you? What do you stand for besides your own profit? Do you see that happening at the consumer level? Yeah, totally. I'm going to work the rest of my life on trying to make that happen. And I know lots of other people want to do the same thing. I'll give you examples. Like someone said yesterday that Pakistan used to have 5,000 metric liters of water per person and now they have 1,000. Okay, I believe the number is not 1,000. I believe it's 460. Now, if you just think about Pakistan or Bangladesh, they have really tiny amounts of water in, in India. They're all fighting over what little water they have. Brands come in there, they use all their water up, and when all their water is gone, those brands will go to some other country. So how is that right, and how is that good? And why? And should how that is that sustainable? Well, in, the, in the obvious We obviously know it's not sustainable. Of the word. Right. We're not talking about, um, you know, how much water Canada has? We have 80,000 liters <laughs> per person. The United States has 8,000 liters, and these little countries have 300, 400. What are they going to do if they have no water? Right. So if I'm, if I'm a, a big brand and I'm using their water, I think the price of the water is what you use in the replenishment. And I think that's the real cost of water, which they're not charged. And if they were not charged that, they might not make their jeans in Bangladesh anymore, but they might make their jeans again in Italy or in California. But we're not charging as a society what any, anything's replenished. 
My favorite story, which everybody can really, really understand, is my Canadian story. So we sell Americans so many Christmas trees. You can't even imagine the millions of Christmas trees we sell you guys. Yet every year it keeps going and there's never a story in a Canadian newspaper. Wow, we ran out of Christmas trees, but we should have. We sold so many. And why would that be? Because you're replacing them. Correct. You have Christmas tree farms. What we do and what we have to do as a sustainable society is we can use anything we want. We can use it as often as we want. We can make as much as we want. If we have a plan and if we have a cost in the plan of what you use, you replace. Doesn't that seem logical? Mm-hmm. So that's all part of sustainability. Sorry, I don't mean to be such a downer. But you, <laughs> but you asked me. I know, I you, know. It's all, it's all great. But I was like, I need like a happy end. But I, the happy <laughs> ending is, is that we need to, to actually make people aware of these things so that people can actually, you know, ask for them and then reward the brands that do it. That's what I want. Because if you reward this brand for doing something good and the other brand sitting beside them doesn't do anything good, eventually they're going to have to do something good to keep up. That's how this is going to work. Okay, that's on simple. It let's, is simple. Let's do that. Got it, everyone? Special thanks to soundsofchange.eu for the textile machine sounds. 